You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. This edition of It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, your partner for global wealth creation. It's time now for It's My Money, and It's My Money is brought to you by Brentus Wealth. Brentus Wealth has been voted South Africa's top boutique wealth manager in both 2017 and 2020, and is consistently in the top three or four in that category. With me from Brentus Wealth today in Pretoria is Tanita Conradi. And Tanita, you sent me a piece which is talking about retirement, which is something that we cover very often. But your title is the following, Avoid These Four Common Retirement Risks. And you go on to say in your first paragraph, the extreme market volatility and uncertainty of the past two years has been a rude wake-up call for investors who had been feeling secure in their retirement plans. The moment I feel secure about anything, I know something's going to happen to me, Tanisha. It's probably the case with you as well, or rather with your clients. Why did you write this piece? I think many of the clients and, and you know, we've all experienced actually these last two years have been very, you know, unique with these um, extreme events that we've faced. So there are, you know, situations and, and risks that we experience that we cannot necessarily prevent but these risks that I will explain later, these risks are quite common, but many people don't really plan for them. And um, I think it's very important to uh, make sure that you are aware of these risks so that you can plan ahead. Because, you know, as I've said, not many people plan for them and that can quite ha- have an, a big effect on your financial plan going forward. Yeah, I think there's two things to, to come out of what you've just said is you should expect the unexpected because everyone was bowling along for so many years with low interest rates and suddenly interest rates are rising. And on the other hand, suddenly you've got things like longevity risk, which is your first risk, you say. You say as much as we praise medical and biotechnical advances that fight common diseases or allow us to live longer, the reality is, you say, is we need then to sustain ourselves for longer. In other words, we're living longer, Tanita, which is a terrifying prospect for many people. That's very true. And we don't want to be in a situation where we outlive our savings. Um, So it it is challenging, but there are ways to navigate around this risk. Clients can look at, for example, a guaranteed annuity. You purchase an insurance policy and they pay you an income out for the rest of your life. So if you are uncertain or if you fear that you will outlive your funds, then maybe they should consider, you know, investing in a guaranteed annuity. But of course, you know, it it does have some drawbacks. But what I would propose is that they would rather look at a joint life annuity where, you know, there can be two spouses So should something happen to, you know, spouse number one, the annuity will continue to pay in the the other spouse's name. As I've said, that's just to for people who are a a bit unsure of what the markets, how it will react. And if they're a bit scared that they won't have enough income for the rest of their lives, um, they can maybe look at this option. But I would also just say not not to put everything, you know, into a guaranteed annuity. They should also have a portion for a bit more liquidity. Okay, so provide for the risk. But on the other hand, don't put it all in one basket. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. That's what you're saying. Now, the second thing you say is market risk. 
And again, I'll read the first paragraph. It says, in the same way that life expectancy is rising, we also know that markets will continue to rise over time, hopefully. Uh, if you are in or close to retirement, you say, then time is the one luxury you do not really have and therefore face greater risk from market dips. Now, we do know, Tanita, that market dips tend to be much shorter than market rises. Uh, at the moment, it doesn't seem like that, but uh, that is simple. So what are you saying when it comes to market risk? Retiring during a bear market, like we've had for the last, you know, since beginning of the year, it's, it's been quite a, a tough time. But there are ways of trying to, to reduce this risk. You know, speaking to a financial advisor, um, they will be able to help you with the best way forward. But another way, which is actually the best way, and hopefully, if you've had an you know, advisor by your side during your whole financial planning process, hopefully they've been reducing overweight exposure to your riskier assets, you know, as you've approached retirement age. But getting this, you know, rebalancing your portfolio, um, it is quite a, a challenge, but this is very crucial too, because being too, you know, aggressive as you as you approach retirement, um, it can increase your exposure to market volatility, um, while you know being too conservative may um, leave you short of money because of inflation and you know as costs rise and so on. So it's it's very difficult to have that balance, but by you know having a, a financial advisor by your side, they will help you. Um, to make sure that your your portfolio is allocated in the correct asset allocation. Very good. Number three, expected and unexpected expenses. Expected expenses we know about. We know inflation in South Africa at the moment is around about 7%. We know how much electricity is going to go up and all that sort of thing. But you say, as much as we would like to believe that life gets simpler in retirement, uh, the reality is that life's hurdles and speed bumps do not simply disappear. You say you can avoid unnecessary financial stress by continuing to maintain an emergency savings fund for unexpected emergency. Now, there's two things I'd like to ask you now. One, how much of your income or your wealth do you put into the unexpected side of things? Because unexpected circumstances arise more and more frequently these days. And secondly, what do you do? Do you put it in a money market fund that's easily accessible? Or do you just put it in a savings account and, and separate it from your normal portfolio? What do you do? Usually we say that if you have about a six months salary or six months, you know, costs, uh, you know, if you've saved enough money for six months expenses, that is a good way of saving for an emergency. But of course, you know, as, as you approach retirement age, you'd, you'd have to take into consideration what that future value would be. So you can look at what your income requirement will be by the time you retire and then just try and ensure that there are about six months savings or expenses provided for. And then also what you could look at is taking out risk policies, especially in your younger years, you can look at maybe, uh, you know, taking out a critical illness cover policy uh, for your whole life. So should something happen or, you you know, you, you're in a situation where you have to pay a lot of expenses, especially, you know, our, our medical expenses get quite, you know, expensive. Yeah. Um, try and take out those type of policies. Even a, a, a um, medical aid gap cover 
um, that can help to provide or, or cover for the costs that aren't necessarily covered by a medical plan. Aren't they quite expensive, and, um, though, Tanita, yes. the, these things? Uh, you, you say a risk policy, and also the one I looked at uh, when, I was, when I first came to South Africa was the, the idea that uh, I would lose my job or when I was self-employed, whether my company would go under or, or something. So I looked at uh, one of those policies, and I found the premiums very, very expensive. What's your experience in this regard? We also experience that, and you know, as well as with the medical aid. Um, you know, we've we've been in situations where um, many of us you, you pay a high medical aid premium, and then not all the costs are necessarily um, covered for. So um, yeah, it, it it is quite a challenge. So it's just to yeah try and bear in mind what what you should plan for ahead because these costs can get quite expensive. Yeah, so you've got to be very careful and um, very selective with the type of policy that you take out. Okay, good, but good advice. Okay, number four, family commitments. Family remains family, tell me about it, no matter what age you are, which means that circumstances may mean making sacrifices to help your loved ones in a crisis, especially in South Africa. I'm not singling out South Africa. It could be anywhere. It could be the United Kingdom. It could be France or Spain and the United States of America. It doesn't matter where it is. The fact is that if your family has certain needs and you feel as though you need to protect them, then you have to have some money aside to do that. And that's terribly important, I think, to need it. It is a challenge, and I think everybody wants, you know, their families to be happy and healthy. But, um, you know, situations change, and um, our families might be in a crisis. And, you know, you want to help them um, if they're in in a need, and so that will have, you know, that unfortunately that will have an effect on your, um, you know, financial plan. But um, you could look at options such as a risk and, um, you know, having risk and life insurance in place uh, for you and your family is the best way to protect against the unknown. And then also um, with, to help, uh, you know, have a, have a will in place so that it helps with succession planning. Um, but ensure, yeah, ensure that you have a valid will in place so that um, the, your family's future is not determined by outside parties. Um, such as, you know, the rules that are di- dictated by the Interstate Succession Act. Um, so, yeah, b- b- we we are more than happy to help the clients draw up a will to ensure that the assets are, you know, given to their family in, in the way that w- would be according to their wishes. And also not having a valid will in place um, can mean that your assets are frozen for quite a long time. But by having a will and, you know, an advisor by your side, they will help you and it won't, it will help not to leave your, you know, your family financially stranded. Given everything you've said, if you have the means to do so, make provision for the unexpected. Make provision for something because you can wake up one morning and the sun's shining and at the end of the day something horrible has happened or there's been some unforeseen circumstance and you have to be prepared for that because if you're not prepared for that, then you've got an extra worry. Is that what you're saying? Is, have I summed it up quite nicely? Yes. yes. So, you know, there are a lot of risks that we can face um, um, and it's, it's difficult. It's, you know, you have to have a balance because, you know, it's not that necessarily that you're going to face each type of risk that we just, you know, um, discussed. But just knowing about it 
trying to have those structures in place so that, you know, that if you you find yourself in these situations, you know that you have um, made provision for it and it won't, you know, have such a big financial strain on your retirement savings. Tanita, thanks so much for your advice. Tanita Kondradi is from Brentes Wealth in Pretoria, and that was It's My Money. It's My Money was brought to you by Brentes Wealth, an award-winning boutique wealth management company. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.